Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. And welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? You know, there's all kinds of things going on in, in the midst of everything, the chaos and anxiety that's going on out there. We're head down at Selling from the Heart, and we're just making things happen. Yeah, you know, this is, this is uh, I mean, it's just, it, it sounds so uh, like mundane to say this is an unprecedented time. Yeah. But, you know, the reality is uh, today's podcast, I think, is going to be extremely helpful uh, for all of us because it is going to be a reminder that the reality is we need to stay in our lane. But I, I'm so excited that you've joined us this week. If you're new to the Selling from the Heart podcast, welcome. You've joined a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, doing the hard work, adding value. We call it Selling from the Heart. And Larry, um, I got to say, in the middle of all of this, one thing that um, I've maybe appreciated more than anything is the community of Selling from the Heart professionals that is, is uh, rallying, is rising up and saying, hey, we're going to go out and we're going to be beacons of hope into the marketplace right now. Yeah, and I would say if there's ever a time where the message around selling from the heart is ever so prevalent, it's right now. It's just being sincere. We got to bring the business goods to the table and we have to bring our heart. And when I say heart, we have to bring the best versions of ourselves right now. We can't hide behind it. It can't be a facade. We just got to throw it out there. Yeah, absolutely. And I know many of you have seen uh, the webinar we put together last week about how to be a beacon of hope. In, uh, in, today's, uh, in today's marketplace. If you haven't uh, seen that, we'll put the link in the show notes. We'd love for you to check it out. But what's emerged out of that is something I am super excited uh, to talk about here briefly as we get started on our podcast. You may have seen the messaging coming out this weekend. Um, many of you have said, hey, can we, can we band together? Can, can we rally? Can, can you invest um, in us? And that's exactly what we have put together uh, with the Selling from the Heart Facebook Insiders Group. And I am so excited about uh, what's coming down the pike as, as we all really dig in inside this group. Yeah, I think it's, it's really important. And, and Daryl and I have really poured our hearts into this for a couple of reasons is just over the last couple of weeks, the amount of people that have reached out just say, hey, your message is resonating now. But also, this is a time where salespeople are looking. They're looking for answers. They're looking for guidance. They're looking for hope. And we want leaders out there in the sales world to realize that, hey, you know what? You can lean on the Selling from the Heart community to help. That's right. So if you want to check that out, you've, you can learn all about it. Just go to sellingfromtheheart.net, put the big slash in, uh, and go to it'll put slash Facebook. And you'll be there, sellingfromtheheart.net slash Facebook. Check it out. And we are going to uh, really dig in deep together and make sure that we emerge into this new season. And this becomes one of our most successful seasons yet. So this is, this is going to be fantastic. Speaking of fantastic, <laughs> Larry, oh my goodness, what our listeners are in for this week. Um, I, all I got to say is uh, if you're seated, 
remain seated and fasten your seatbelt. We are going to have a fun and actually, I believe, very critical discussion here on the podcast today. Yeah, I, I can't wait to introduce Joe Peachy, but I, got, I have to give the backstory to this um, for, for a couple reasons. I'm a firm believer if you position yourself really well and you're just being real and you're being genuine and you're open to conversation and you're opening up to just, you know what, just throwing it out there, so to speak. You meet the coolest people. And Joe and I connected, gosh, this has probably been a year or so ago. And we really never had any dialogue. Well, it was probably, I'd say, no more than 30, 45 days ago as we're recording this podcast. Joe and I were just messaging each other back and forth in LinkedIn. And one thing led to another. I'm having a Zoom call with Joe. And, I, and I, we just started talking. And we just clicked right away. And I knew he was in Florida, but didn't know where. And I said, hey, Joe, just out of curiosity, where do you live? And he said, just outside of Orlando. And I said, I'll be in Orlando in a couple weeks. And this is what a guy Joe is. He goes, here's my number. Let me know when you're coming in. I'll pick you pick you up from the airport and we'll go grab some coffee. Sure enough, Joe picks me up from the airport. We have coffee, had the best conversation in a long time, three, three and a half hours. And Joe's a kindred spirit. I just love this guy and what he's all about. So without further ado, Joe Peachy, welcome to Selling from the Heart. Hey, welcome back. You know, it's exciting <laughs> to be with you guys. Uh, just getting to know both of you, uh, just meeting Daryl and, and uh, we do think alike in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's good. I can tell we have a kindred spirit uh, on the podcast today. And this is this, as I mentioned, is going to be a great discussion. But I really am looking forward to your take on the question that, you know, all of our guests get on the podcast, which is what does it mean to you when you hear the words selling from the heart? I think you need to be real. I think we need not to have a mask on. I think too many salespeople try to be somebody they're not. Uh, I think too many salespeople don't know what their uniqueness is. And I think they they have this plastic presentation and I think they think they need to go in and pretend they're not selling. You know, when we show up in a meeting authentic and selling from the heart means I know why I'm there. You know why I'm there. So why are we lying? And so <laughs> my behavior style is, is uh, you two are very people oriented. I mean, you just got charisma out your ears. I don't. No, no, come on, Joe. I'm I'm much more task-oriented. And so I've had to learn to sell from a process with great communications and great skills. Okay? And so because I've had to learn that, I believe we as communicators need to learn something, we need to do something, and then we need to, then we're qualified to teach it. So selling from the heart is just being who you are and bringing who you are to the table, not trying to be somebody else. I don't yeah, tell yeah. jokes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you bring you bring up a you know the whole mask thing, right? All it does is remind me of that stupid reality show that's out on TV right now called The Mask Singer, right? And then they sing, and then afterwards they get voted off. They got to rip the mask off to reveal who they are. But I digress. But the simple reason is, is what, why do you think so many people struggle with the, you know, the mask and, you know, do I rip the mask off? Don't I, I mean, what causes people to hide behind that mask? What's your take on that? Number one, they don't know who they are. They don't know what their core is. They don't know what their beliefs are. They don't know, 
they think they have to be something different. Okay. Uh, so many sales uh, teaching is about the importance of how you break the ice and how you look at pictures on the wall. And that works for some people. It wouldn't work with me. So I have to be Joe. I, the way I break the ice with people is I put out my hand and I say, Larry, when I called you up, I said to you, I could help you generate better leads, book more appointments and close more business. Is that why we're here, Larry? And they say, yes. And now we're in our meeting, but that's who I am. Okay. Whereas some people are much more effective going in and saying, you know, how are you doing? How's the family? That's just not who I am. So for me to be that person, it's not authentic. It's not heart driven. I love that. And I think, you know, when you, when you think about um, the topic we want to talk about today, which is staying in your lane, um, which I don't know if it's ever been more important with all the pandemonium going on right now to stay in your lane. Um, but beginning with an understanding of who you are and showing up at that meeting on that call, you know, wherever, wherever it is you have to show up, showing up as yourself um, in, in full, this is, this is who I am and this is the value I bring. Um, I love that. And by the way, Joe, I'm more like you. I'm more of the let's get down to business, you know, not the chit chat guy. Um, and I think this is this is a really important time. I, I'm curious, as you're talking to sales leaders and sales reps right now in the middle of of all that's going on, like, what are you saying? To the to the people who are selling? Yeah. First of all, I do things a little bit backwards. Okay. I believe they have to master skills. No matter how much charisma they have, no matter how much branding they have, no matter how much of marketing they have, if they haven't mastered the art of great communications, if they haven't mastered the ability to pick up the phone and get a qualified appointment, if they have not mastered a quality interview and all of the dynamics of sales, then they're going to be dressed up but they're not going to get business and they're going to begin to doubt. Mm -hmm. So we do something a little different than most consulting training companies. We start from the bottom and we really build up the skills and the communications. Then (laughs) everything sits on top of that. Right. You know, it's, um, I gotta, I I just gotta go back to something because I think, how Joe started this a second ago is really critical that I want our listeners to, to really grasp is just a minute ago. If we, if we rewind this about two, three minutes, Joe said when he walks in, he'll shake someone's hands and just tell them exactly why they're there. To me, that's the massive difference between a sales rep and a sales professional is just getting down to business. And I'm not discrediting because I'm probably more charisma But we have to be comfortable enough in our own skin to say, you know, to be able to effectively balance it, because I think there's there's a little bit of both. But when you're in that when you're in that executive situation at that moment, you got to be able to be comfortable enough to deliver that 30 seconds that Joe just did without falling back to the small talk. I think one of the things that we did was we became master trainers of 
the model of human behavior disc. And then we took that and we really threw away the personality aspect and said, let's understand communication styles and let's communicate with that person how they receive and process. Now that sounds really high level. It is really not. (laughs) I mean, when I sat with you and had coffee, here's what I knew. Joe, you better smile. (laughs) Because this guy is, he is people oriented and he's about smiling and building relationships. And so I had to adapt who Joe was to accommodate you so we could have a great conversation. Okay. I'm not a natural smiler. Okay. You, Daryl, you might be task oriented, but you got a great smile. <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> but again, I don't, I have, I don't have a natural. So I've had to learn how to adapt. And I'm not talking about manipulation. Right. I am strictly talking about, I need to bury my own needs. Yeah. To the needs that you have and how you receive information. And that's part of being professional. Are we going to give up ourselves to accommodate the client? Yeah. And, you know, and, and that's being a, going back to where we started, which is saying knowing who you are. If you know who you are, you have the confidence then to be able to sit and, and adapt. Um, you know, if you, if you don't know who you are, then you really don't have the foundation. It's, it's really kind of cool. I see this model building where you have self-knowledge, right? I know who I am. You've got the foundational communication skills, and then we can build on top of that. And I think, you know, a lot of salespeople right now, and I know we've all been having conversations this week with sales reps who, you know, when we, we talk about staying in, in our lane, I think a lot of salespeople look at the circumstances, you know, maybe they moved from a field sales position and now they're, you know, stuck in a home office um, or, um, you know, whatever, whatever, (laughs) just the whole dynamics. We say stay in lane and I can see a lot of salespeople going, what do you mean stay in my lane? There is no lane, right? Well, there actually is because uh, I think, you know, the first company I worked for, I loved not only that they put Tom Hopkins, How to Master the Art of Selling on my desk and they train us in disc. I'm thankful for that. But I'm also thankful for their statement. Their, their motto for the sales force was the old is forever new. And um, I think that one of the things in, in today's environment was we're trying to navigate how do I, I, I function in this new, what seems like a new reality to me. The reality is circumstances may have changed a little bit. The market may have changed. But Joe, I, I think from what I'm hearing from you in our conversations is really in some ways, nothing's changed we've got to stick with, with who we are and what we know. But I believe people don't know who they are. I believe, you know, in, in during our training, we help people determine what you, their uniqueness is. Mm-hmm. What your uniqueness is, is not mine. Right. What Larry's uniqueness is, is not mine. And so how do you outsell the competition without putting them down? You better know your, your uniqueness. You know, years ago, Dawn and I started out as keynote speakers. We decided about 2004, we were going to leave the keynote stage for a while and be the best tactical skill-based training company in America. Tactical skills. 
consultative, but tactical. Mm-hmm. We went after things that nobody wanted to go after. Number one, the live outbound telephone calls. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to do that. Why? Because you can evaluate it right now. Right. And as you know, everybody always tells you something else you should be doing with your business. Joe, you should add this. Joe, can you come in and do leadership training? No. <laughs> right. And so we started digging a vertical. And because we, we, and what I didn't realize is the deeper we got in the vertical, the better we got. You know, it's funny because somebody says, how did you get ranked number one by global gurus, sales training and speaking? Well, number two spends $2 million a month on LinkedIn ads. We don't. So I don't know. Other than the fact that we know what we do best and we don't get pulled out of that. So whether it's an inbound lead, an outbound lead, we generate leads 20 different ways. We throw it into a process and then I don't skip a beat because prospects can follow processes. They struggle to follow talent. Mm. You know, it, it, and, the, and, the, and that's really interesting because I, I will tell you this, you know, the, the hours that I spent with Joe was just amazing because I learned we had a lot of things in common and, and also we have some differences and, and it's okay that we all don't agree on things. Right. What was, what's interesting is Joe's foundational in nature. I could tell because he's process oriented and he has a process and a plan and so forth. What I want our listeners to start thinking about is as you know, we're talking about staying in your lane is what's your process, what's your plan, and get back to the foundational structure of what you do, and amazing things happen. But it's when we start deviating from all these things and start chasing shiny objects, and all of a sudden, thing, and then it's so hard to get back to the basics, because I think the time that we're in right now, yeah, it will get better. This is the time where you go back to the basics, and hunker down on the basics and double down on them. And I think that it's always funny because I see all the sports stuff you got behind you. And I was a football coach for 20 years. Why is it that when a team loses, they always say to the, to the other coaches, let's go back to the basics. What you just said, <laughs> I have a question. Why do we ever leave them? Right. So, so Joe's core, <laughs> Joe's core is that Joe will never leave the basics. Yeah. Okay. Mantra. I use scripts. I invent scripts. I develop scripts, but I use a script. And people say, well, scripts are so, hey, Marlon Brando and Sylvester Stallone used a script. Right. (laughs) They just did it really well. When you know your script, it's not a script. But so it's a, it's, you know, a lot like Larry said, it's a process. And what I believe, what I challenge sales professionals right now is what Larry just said. Do you know your process? Can you write it down? Are you following it? And 99% of the companies I go into and 99% of the individuals I work with, I hand them a pen and I say, write down your process and they get the Abba Abbas. Well, we like to let our people sell the way they like to sell. 
And I always, and this is where I have to smile. <laughs> you to tell me you allow the first line of communications with your clients. They can say anything they want. They spend millions of dollars on commercials and branding and marketing. Wow. And they let the first line of communications with a potential client do and say whatever they want. You ever think about that? (laughs) (laughs) And then what happens? (laughs) I can see this. Well, they either throw me out or we have a meeting. (laughs) Exactly. That's, you know, so good. And, and I don't, you know, the audience is sales professionals here. And I don't know if your company gives you that or not. Um, but it really doesn't matter if, if not, you have a decision to make. And that's like, what, what are you going, what is your process going to be? What are you going to say? And, um, you know, let's figure it out. I mean, you figure out what works, what resonates and, and, you know, stick with it. I have a document. I call it my core story sheet. Nice. Okay. That is my selling piece. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't care if I'm doing it over the phone, through Zoom, through Skype, or face-to-face. It's sitting right there. And they literally watch me go through it. And I follow it. The questions I ask, I literally have a five-step process to do a meeting. The amazing thing is that they follow it. It makes sense to them. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, but that's the way I sell, Okay. Uh, because what I have learned in business, even though 65% of the people in the world are people oriented, when they're in business, a lot of times they're really functioning in a task mentality. Mm-hmm. Task oriented people tend to buy through a process. Okay. Yep. And so I believe in a process sale. I think that's, uh, that's, so good. And, you know, it's, it's an interesting time right now. Um, we're in this, this weird time warp, uh, where, uh, as we're recording this podcast, <laughs> you know, if you're listening to it, when it, when it comes out, uh, you're probably still hunkered down and, um, we're, you know, we're ordering food and they're dropping it on the doorstep and, you know, all this just madness, craziness, um, you know, this weird world we're living in with this, you know, if, if there's ever been one of the things I, I don't like a lot of stuff about this, but one of the things I do like is it's kind of a reset moment for a lot of people. Um, you know, and, and as a sales professional, I think this is a great, um, reset moment for us to be able to, to pause and dig into some of this stuff. You know, I mean, if you've listened to the Selling from the heart podcast, you know, that we're all about discovering, who you are. And, uh, you know, you can go to sellingfromtheheart.net slash journal, get the self-reflection journal, and you can dive into that. Um, and if you haven't done it, why not do it right now while you're uh, locked down? You can't go to a movie, you can't watch sports, might as well uh, do some self-reflection. Um, but I think another great exercise, uh, Joe, you, you bring this up is, um, and, and it's almost like hit pause right now and sit down with a piece of paper or an iPad or whatever you got and write out your sales process. And if you can't do that, um, uh, it, figure it out, right? We're smart. Figure it out. Write it down. Think about what's worked. Think about, um, you know, your best 
clients and, and actually document that, this is a great time to do that because right now um, we've got to be able to stick to the fundamentals and, and we've got to really stay in our lane. But if I see what you're saying, if you don't know what your lane is, you don't have to stay in it. And this is not a good time for uh, weaving back and forth and left and right. I think if people are really honest with themselves and they really whiteboard <laughs> their business. Or and digital they, whiteboard, Joe. As well, yeah, yeah. Where, where their business comes from. And right, yeah. Every client. It would be frightening at how many businesses count on referrals and inbound leads. Mm-hmm. Okay? There's nothing wrong with that. But the gold is mining leads. Our highest paying clients are outbound calls with people I don't know. Because people that are referred to you always want a discount. (laughs) (laughs) Friends and family, right? Yeah. But but Joe but Joe brings up a good a good point about outbound and 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 I just think back to you know all the years in sales and all the struggles that salespeople have with outbound right I mean let's just throw that one out there it goes back to something that's mission mission critical it's the conversation and I think that's where a lot of people struggle with is the the art the business acumen and all that behind driving a conversation. It's not that the phone doesn't work. It's not that people on the other end won't pick up the phone. They actually will talk to somebody if you have something to say. You're exactly right. And if you have an opening that is not plastic, but real authentic, you know, I mean, I I had a guy look at my LinkedIn profile before this call and I just, I saw it. And I went on his contact information and I called him. I said, Tom, this is Joe Peachy, Peachy Peachy. He goes, I just looked at your profile. I said, fantastic. What caused you to look at my profile? He couldn't even answer that question. <laughs> so I said, well, let me tell you what I do. He had consultant on him. I said, I help consultant speakers and trainers take their intellectual property and talent and make money with it. He goes, I need that. I said, would it be worth 10 minutes for me to explain exactly how we can help you monetize your talent and intellectual property? Can we do it now? Shift gears. I go into my core story. Yeah. I go into my proposal. Now, now the game is on. (laughs) Yeah. It was a seven minute call, but he could have said, no, I am not emotionally involved with prospects. Oh, yeah. I am emotionally involved with clients. I don't take prospects to lunch. I take clients to lunch. (laughs) Hey, can you repeat that again, Joe, please? I want everyone listening. (laughs) Yeah. Just listen to what Joe just said. The audio highlighter out. Oh. I say I'm not emotionally involved with clients. I'm emotionally involved with prospects. I think you got that. I don't take prospects out to lunch. I take clients out. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and and I'm not, you know, and I'm all about, 
I mean, you, you both you guys know me. I mean, you'll peg me, you know, bullseye on a dartboard. But I'm all about the relationship. But to what Joe just said is all my decades in sales, I, pro- I, I can't recall a prospect that I ever took out to lunch. But I did take clients out to lunch occasionally, right? Mm-hmm. And there, there's so many different ways of building relationships with somebody. But if I'm going to build a relationship, even with a prospect, it's going to be based on what I bring to the table and the goods that I bring to the table, not what dollars in my wallet or what credit card I decide to use to wine and dine. People don't do business with you because you buy them a $12 salad at Chili's. You know, right. you know, I have a model I created on how do you develop rapport. And it's actually a model. Nice. Rapport is the deepest level you can have in business doesn't happen overnight. In fact, see, Larry and I don't have it because I can be a fraud. Until your relationship is tested by fire, you cannot get to rapport. You think you can, Hmm. but it's not tested. And I did a podcast uh, on my podcast, Sales Edge, and it was called Believe in Everyone, Count on No One. The reason why good people wash out of sales is they count on people to live up to their word. Mm-hmm. I believe in people, but I don't count on them. Behind me, there's a whiteboard. Since November 1st, there's now 125 formal proposals out. No offense, I don't really care who writes me a check. <laughs> I've got a responsibility to take care of my family. Right. Who writes me a check will get me. They will get heart and soul and fiber. They will get more than they pay for. But most of the people on that board will say one thing and do something else. Yeah. The people wash out of sales because they believe everything they hear. It's <laughs> so true. Oh my gosh. So true. Joe, what an amazing conversation today and just so timely. And I, I almost, I wish I could rewind it. I'm going to rewind this conversation and write more of this down. There was so many nuggets of wisdom and truth, man. I, I just can't tell you how much I appreciate uh, you being on the podcast. And I have a free download if I'm allowed to give it out. You absolutely do. Yeah. We'll put it in the show notes. What is it? Okay. If people will take out their phone and type in 55678. Okay. And then in the message line, one word, sales edge. Cool. That's going to take you to a link. You hit the link, it'll take you to a splash page with my wife and my picture on it. There's free downloads on there. You will not get inundated with emails from us, I promise you. Now, also there's links to our podcast, Sales Edge. It's on all the podcast sites. That one, one ebook is on LinkedIn. My wife is in the top 10 women to follow on LinkedIn. Nice. 32% of our highest paying clients come from LinkedIn. The other one is on sales. So five, five, six, seven, eight. When you put the word sales edge, make sure it's one word. Some phones will break it up. So that's a gift for you guys. Oh, thank you so thank much. You. And we'll put that link in the show notes as well. And, um, so as we wrap up, Joe, if you could just say one more thing to this audience of, of really sales professionals, 
all over the world uh, that are dedicated to selling from the heart, what would you say? Just be authentic, be for real. But more than anything, learn your fastball and throw it. In times of disarray, the only way you create momentum is with focus. Beautiful. Beautiful. That was per, that, that was a nugget right there, dude. Yeah, this so so much goodness. Well, Joe, thank you so much for you. investing in us today for all that you are. Uh, we really appreciate it. We'll get the link out there. I think so many people are gonna really benefit from this right now. And and what we want to encourage you to do is keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value, stay in your lane, and most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.